The government in BC just introduced a new 15% transfer tax for all non-resident buyers in the Vancouver area. What are the implications of this new tax? Why did they do it? And could this tax come to Toronto? All on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Welcome back to the show. So as I said in the intro, we want to talk about the 15% foreign buyer tax that was just introduced in BC. Once again, it is a land transfer tax of 15% of the total purchase price. And that is for anyone who is a non-resident of Canada and who is buying uh, real estate in the Vancouver area. This is not for all of British Columbia. This is just for the Vancouver uh, region. So it doesn't apply even to Victoria, across the water, or other cities in BC. Um, definitely a bombshell, definitely shocking and surprising a lot of people. Um, and obviously the, the, after the shock wore off, the next question is, could this come to Toronto? And we're going to talk about that and other things here on today's episode. So I have a few thoughts on this. Um, I just want to go through some of these thoughts that I have on this. A lot of people are asking me what I think. So I thought, well, I'll do a podcast and let you know what I think. <laughs> uh, the first thing is that to me, this is 90% political and 10% about the market itself. So this to me is just really a, a decision, a, a legislation driven by political agenda. Um, I really don't think that this is about the market, about making it easier for regular people, whatever that means, to buy real estate um, in Vancouver. Let's face it, this is a tax grab. This is a tax grab and it's an easy way to grab some money and do a populist sort of thing that makes you the government look good and everybody says ah well that's that's great um you're just grabbing money and and taxes from a non-voting population that is you know it it doesn't affect anybody who votes so hey let's uh let's go for it two million dollar property three hundred thousand dollar extra tax on that sure why not um we can do it so we will um there's zero data, really, close to zero data that is driving this decision. It's To me, it's just a very emotional knee-jerk, we don't know what else to do, so let's try this kind of a reaction to a rising market. I mean, it's funny, like BC has always had markets like this. It's always risen and fallen dramatically. It's It's been a boom or bust market for decades. Um, why they're resorting to such tactics now you know and again they've always had foreign buyers in bc it's always been a big um, driver of the market there or at least a perceived driver of the market again we have no data on this like we're just guessing we're we're estimating that uh, foreign buyers might be between five six percent of the market uh, maybe more maybe less it's uh, it's scary when you see um, I don't know if it's scary, but it's concerning when you see um, politicians making decisions like this that affect a, a great number of people without having data to really back it up and having an understanding of how this, you know, what the repercussions of this are and how it's going to affect the market. So that's my first point. And the second point is it's coming here. Uh, that's right. I'm calling it. It's coming to Toronto. 
Um, it's probably going to come across many cities, if not uh, across the country, at least temporarily. Um, it's again, it's it's a political thing. It's a populist move. Um, it's in Vancouver. I don't see why it wouldn't be replicated here in Toronto. Unfortunately, uh, I do believe that um, you know the the same thinking that went behind something like this is there's no reason to think it wouldn't be the exact same thinking by the politicians here in Toronto. Um, that foreign investor, foreign buyer, boogeyman that everyone is you know constantly pointing at is the reason why all the problems exist in the world or whatever in the real estate world, um, they're going to say, well, let's, let's pick on that person. Again, non-voting population that only affects them. Uh, it's an easy way to, you know, just look great in front of the, the voting population. Look what we're doing for you. We're out to help the little guy. So I think it's going to come here too. I don't know if it's going to be the exact same thing. I don't know if it's going to happen right away, but um, certainly it's just such an easy thing for them to do. It's an easy way to actually get some extra income for the government. Um, and so why not? Right. Um, and this, you know, this is a, uh, this is a land transfer tax. Like we saw the same thing in Toronto with the Toronto land transfer tax, um, that came into place so many years ago. Uh, these, these kind of taxes that affect only a very small portion or, no portion of the voting populations are great. They're they're very smart uh, thing to do if you're a politician because it's a great way to increase uh, the revenue coming in dramatically without pissing off very many people or if any people at all. Um, so they will continue to look at tools like that um, because that's just uh, you know if you are a politician and if you're in the business of remaining a politician, then that's that's a smart thing to do. I am skeptical, as you can tell, uh, and cynical about the process, but unfortunately, that's that that is how I see it. And the reason why I see it, I want to get a little bit more into uh, see it that way is is um, and my last couple points here. I want to get into, and that is so the the next point is that I don't think it's going to have any impact on the market at all. So again, like if this was a something that would do what it's supposed to do that is help the little guy or help the first time and buyer or whatever it's supposed to do um then great you know let's let's look at solutions for that but to me this is not a solution that is going to do anything or have any impact on the market uh why do i think that well first of all savvy buyers who most people who are foreign you know non-resident buyers who are buying in foreign countries they have lots of money they are savvy by definition. They are smart by definition. They understand how to play the game. Um, they will figure out ways around this kind of a tax. Now, I know the government's going to look for ways to close the loopholes and, and not let it uh, slip through the cracks, but there are ways, and there are already people, many people talking about different ways you can get around this tax. I won't get into that here. You can Google that, but um, savvy buyers will most likely figure out a way around paying this kind of a tax. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is that foreign buyers are such a small portion of the market. Again, there is very little to no data on this issue. So why are we targeting them with such a heavy hammer? I do not know. Um, but again, foreign buyers are at most, you know, five to 10% of the market. 
Um, there's no evidence even to suggest that foreign buyers are buying all the high-end properties and uh, you know driving up the average prices by doing so or you know just taking over a certain segment of the market like the, the there's no data to suggest that um, in fact the only, what little data there is seems to suggest that the the prices that foreign buyers are paying and the properties are buying uh, the average price is very similar to the average price that the non-foreign buyers are buying um, which is interesting in itself so I really don't think this is going to have any impact on the market. If, again, if somebody wants to buy a $2 million property in West Vancouver or whatever, um, are they going to worry if it's 2.3 instead of 2? No. Why? Because prices are going up 15%, 20% a year, right? So you're, you pay the extra 15%, but it's already covered in the appreciation that you get over the next 9 or 10 months. I mean, it, they're not. Uh, this is not something that's going to stop somebody who, who wants to get a property for whatever reason in that city from doing so, even if they do pay that uh, tax as well. Um, the next point is that, to me, it sends a horrible signal to the world um, about Vancouver and about Canada. Like this is, to me, this is not what I want Canada to stand for and to represent itself on the global stage. Um, you know, in the world of Trumpism and Brexit and building walls and isolationism and separating, uh, looking, you know, people looking to separate themselves from the other, the, the scary other, whatever that is, uh, somebody who's not like them or somebody who lives somewhere else. Um, to me, that is a step backwards. To me, that is um, not something that we, as a free and democratic society, should be. Um, should be doing. Uh, we should be setting the example in the world of free markets and the power of, of um, you know, a free market and a democratic process uh, to, to be taxing foreigners like this so, you know, obscenely. I mean, if we're talking about a 1% tax or whatever, whatever, okay, but we're talking about 15% unprecedented, you know, just heavy hammer to the head kind of attacks uh you know I, again it, it it reeks of isolationism and you know there seems to be uh, i hate to say it but there seems to be an undercurrent of racism to it as well um in targeting you know the very specific ethnic groups or, or countries that are not us um and again it's just the, the whole thing just reeks to me it just doesn't feel right it doesn't feel good um, and I should preface this whole podcast by saying, you know, I don't really work with foreign investors like this is, um, this is not somebody who's speaking from a biased position of it's going to affect my business dramatically or something like that. Very, very infinitesimally small percentage of my business, um, are foreign buyers or non-resident buyers. Um, and even those who are, you know, they're, they're typically connected to Canada through their family and, and their purchasing real estate um, with or through their family as resident buyers anyways. Um, so this, this is not something that I'm speaking of because I, I think it's going to affect me personally in any way, um, just to make that clear. So yeah, I, I do think it's, it's really a bad look for Vancouver and for Canada around the world to have such attacks. Um, 
And the final point is that I just think they're trying to, I don't know, I guess they're trying to make property more affordable or get more, you know, access to property or for first-time buyers or reducing demand or something like that in the market. But it might actually have the opposite effect of what they're trying to do. Um, And again, we talk about this on the podcast a lot. All these taxes and charges and, and interventions by the government into putting their hand, dipping their hand into the housing pot um, to get a piece of the pie, uh, which is fine, which is what governments will do. And we need more taxes to dollars to um, service an increasing population with increasing needs. But uh, again, economics 101, when you add new taxes, when you add new charges to property, these are inflationary pressures to prices. This is going to potentially increase, continue to worsen the increasing pricing. Because again, the, when you're adding stuff to the prices, ultimately who pays for that? It's the next buyer. It, these costs are passed on. These costs are not absorbed by buyers in a, in a vacuum that never, you know, I'll just gladly pay this money and and never see it again no i paid this money out extra therefore i'm going to look to get that money back from the next buyer that i sell the property to this is just again economics 101 these are inflationary pressures that will uh, uh, put pressure upward pressure on pricing over time when you do these things and when you add um costs to uh, to housing. If you're reducing costs and reducing taxation, that's when you can increase competition. You can have more players enter the market, I believe, and you will get lower prices um, as a result. Um, you're going to get nothing but higher prices if you continue to um, basically tax the crap out of uh, the golden goose that is real estate in Canada. So I think we really need to be careful with with what we're doing with this um, this thing called real estate in in, uh, in our in uh, Canada. So uh, again, I think in terms of well, sure, I'm just criticizing, criticizing, criticizing. What is my suggestion to improve the situation? Well, my suggestion would be. Um, Again, I agree with what's already been said uh, by you know a lot of people in BC, especially. The only solution to this problem, if you want to call it a problem, of rising property prices, is um, the only solution is more supply. We're not going to do anything on the demand side that's going to have any consequence. We need more supply. We need more properties uh, added to the market. We need more housing. We need more condos. We need more low-rise housing. We need everything. Um, We need more rental options. And as we get more supply, that is the only thing that is going to stem this uh, rapid rise in prices. And so as governments uh, around the country, uh, that's what the government should be doing, is looking for ways to increase supply, increase options, which will um, have a positive effect on pricing if that is the goal of the government is to um, make housing more affordable for more people then that is the side of the equation that you should be looking at is the supply side rather than the demand side okay that is uh, enough ranting for one week i hope you enjoyed some of those thoughts and maybe you agreed with him, maybe you disagreed with him. Love to hear your feedback. You can always reach me, Andrew at truecondos.com. Um, 
or hit me up on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, give me a call, 416-371-2333. Love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts on the issue. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, happy investing, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.